Now it's time for the story behind the song, and I'm joined by Paddy Cullivan. Hi, Paddy. How are you doing? Now, Paddy, I introduced this earlier on because they don't know what the song is, and the story behind the song is special to me today because it was the song that I had my first snog to, Paddy. Thirteen and a half years of age in Kenilworth Square in Dublin, I think, at a house party. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had my first snog. But what song was I listening to, Paddy? The song was obviously Jump by Van Halen. It was. Because, and they'd be really happy that that was the effect they had on you. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they were might the, as well jump. Yeah, they were. The, yeah, jump. Well, they were the all-time party band. You know what I mean. But also backed up with uh, this incredible musicianship. And of course, we we realised, you know, uh, recently Eddie Van Halen passed away, and which is a huge story. Eddie know? Van Halen passed away last week. Yeah, and you are a huge fan of Eddie Van Halen. Oh, massive! And tell me yeah. what, why, what, what's so special well, about him? Well, I was kind of, I was, I was talking to some musician friends, and we were remarking that a lot of people over here might know Van Halen from Jump and from. Uh, you know, his solo, his very famous solo on Beat It by Michael Jackson, which is an, an amazing thing from 1983. Jump itself came out in 84 and the album 1984 it came from. So that was a huge hit worldwide. But this band had been going since 1978 and 1984 was their sixth album. Uh, they were a massive band formed in 1972. The Van Halen brothers, Alex was the drummer, Eddie on guitar, were born in the Netherlands in the 50s and then the family emigrated when they were still very young to America, to Pasadena in Van California. Halen would be a Dutch name then, yeah? Dutch name. So mm. they were Dutch. Not only that, they were, you know, he, uh, his mom was Indonesian. So there's a fantastic interview with Eddie about growing up and actually the, the things we never knew about him because we assumed they were just kind of a this white American, you know, four-man rock and roll band. But the, the, there's a lot of depth to them as well. They get to America and they meet Michael Anthony on bass and then the amazing... Jewish intellectual David Lee Roth on vocals and they form Van Halen and uh, their first album comes out in 1978 and they're still the only band in America that have two diamond albums which is two albums that sold 10 million, million copies each um, and the debut album it's funny to think because we think of Van Halen as being a band of, of a bunch of bands of a kind of a heavy metal type you know Def Leppard yeah I was um, going to say Def Leppard Poison yeah. mm. all of, but they all came after Van Halen are the beginning of that sound. If you listen to Ain't Talking About Love by Van Halen, 1978, it's as mind-blowing musically as the Sex Pistols were. It's as much of a revolution in music. So Van Halen really were the beginning of that sound. And it's because of his amazing musicianship. What is that sound? Is it called synth rock, stadium rock? It's, it's, well, the synth rock comes later. It's his guitar sound. Because Van Halen, I can only describe, I can only describe Van Halen as like getting NASA scientists to play rock and roll. You know, and then having an almost jazz singer in Dave Lee Roth singing over the top. So it's an amazing sound. It's, it's a very American sound. He, you know, like Brian May, I would compare them to Queen. He made his own guitars. He built his own guitars. So oh. he built a thing called the Frankenstrat, which is, which is a mix of a Strat, Stratocaster and a Gibson um, Les Paul. And it's an amazing piece of engineering. And he always said, you know, guitars are pretty basic instruments, but, you know, mine's like a Formula One racing car. And that's what it is. When you listen to Eddie Van Halen, it actually bends your mind. The sound of his guitar is one of the most incredible things in the world. He changed the way the guitar is played forever. I was talking to my guitarist, Glenn, in, in the Camembert Quartet, and he's a stunning guitarist himself. And But he, he wouldn't even compare... He would think Eddie would be way better than Hendrix, even, because Hendrix is a, was, a, was an amazing innovator, but Eddie Van Halen brought it to almost stratospheric levels. Yeah, when they Rocket talk... Science. I mean, again, I'm totally out of my league here, Paddy, yeah. so take over, but when they talk about great guitarists, I was, growing up, I always heard about Hendrix, yeah. I always heard about... Even Santana. Yeah. Um, Mark Knopfler. Yeah, beautiful guitarist. Yeah. Um, uh, and Eric Clapton. Yes, yes. And, and But I never heard about Van Halen, but Van Halen apparently was the Mozart 
Oh, of the, guitar. His middle name was Ludwig. I mean, Eddie Ludwig van Halen, and he named his his son uh, Wolfgang van Halen. So he oh. was very much almost like a classical composer uh, and a classical player, and started on piano. Piano was his initial instrument, and then moved on to guitar, and then became so good at that. Then his brother played the drums. His brother's one of the greatest drummers in the world, and so very like Queen. I would compare them. You know, it, this kind of mind blowingly excellent uh, precision music. But done in the name of fun, yeah, and the name of partying, and the name of all of this. And so be- and joy, and joy, yeah. And and there's also a philosophical edge that David Lee Roth brings to it, which is this American sense of absolute freedom and yeah. absolute. And I mean, in a, in a time of COVID, for Eddie Van Halen, you know, to die is incredible. I mean, my, my cousin Rob over in Portland, Oregon, um, just turned around and you know he said, you know, maybe it's more fitting that Eddie, do, you know, because he was never meant to play in a stadium full of people wearing masks unless it was Mardi Gras. He's going and, out. Yeah, and of course, Mardi Gras is is very much what Van Halen was. They changed the way staging was done. They changed how, you know, they turned a, a show into a party. They were the first band to spend all of the money they made on the show on the actual show. You know, um, they were the highest paid band in the world at one point. They had one appearance. They made $1.5 million. They spent everything on the show. They used to parachute from an airplane down onto the stage that they were going to be playing on. Now, they didn't really. They got four other guys to do it, but then they ran on dressed Stunt as a guy. <laughs> yeah, but but they, they were just brilliant. Yeah. And so, but to have this amazing musicality combined with this partying, and the most amazing thing about the compositions are that the songs of Van Halen, you know, people give out about guitar solos and stuff, but for Eddie Van Halen, the solo was always subservient to the song. He was about crafting the greatest song in the world and the, making the greatest rock song. So you'll hear a lot of Van Halen tracks and the solo is quite short. Um, Running with the Devil. It's a tiny little motif and he just goes straight back into the riff. He never goes off on one like like Leonard Skinner. Now, I love a big, long guitar solo myself, but Eddie is the man who was able to put together... Idea for feature. We should do a little feature with you, Paddy, some stage, <laughs> about the greatest guitar solos in the world and yes. the different kinds of guitar solos yes. in the world. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, I, you know, I have no time for people to give out about guitar solos. Guitar solos are a vital part of the rock and roll mm. uh, thing. I mean, I mean, they're, they're the point where the song takes off. You know what I mean? They really are the point. You, you have two verses, two choruses, and then the song takes off. The amazing thing about Jump is it has two solos because, you know, uh, Van Halen came out with um, their first album, then Quick Succession, five albums, all kind of kind of party rock, fun rock, huge band in America. And then he's, he wrote Jump in 1981. And this is where he started using synthesizer, the Oberheim synthesizer. And the band were saying, no, no, we're, no, we're not going to do synthesizers. They were a bit snobby about it the way Queen were. And then by 83, he's done the solo with, by Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson got him in. And that was one of the great crossover songs. Thriller was the biggest selling album of all time. Quincy Jones said, you need a rock song. Michael Jackson wrote Beat It. And he said, we need a solo. Let's get the greatest wow. guitarist in the world. In By the way, just because uh, yeah. I was sh- shooting out names there, loads yeah. of texts coming in at the moment yeah. with one name, Rory Gallagher. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Amazing guitarist. But what? How, how can I put it? These are magnificent guitarists within an idiom. He created an idiom. So he created a brand new way of playing the guitar. Mm. Though, yeah, he even, there are, there's even three US patents developed by Eddie Van Halen. Uh, one of them is where you have a platform underneath the guitar and you're able to have the guitar sitting flat on your chest and you play it like a piano. <laughs> then you'll hear in the solo in Jump as well, he invented a new way of playing, a thing called a hammer-on, where you're playing the two, um, you're playing with your uh, left hand, obviously, and then you're using your right hand, but not to pick mm-hmm. at the string, but to actually tap the guitar. 
and uh, get uh, t- get even faster sounds. So it's a stunning piece of work. It, it Jump is amazing philo- philosophically. It's the greatest song in the world. Uh, it's about uh, freedom. It's about liberty. It's the most beautiful song, in my mind, rock song ever written. Jump by Van Halen. <laughs> 